YouTube is certainly one of the leading revenue sources for the music industry. $4 billion generated in the last 12 months alone. And the man responsible for the success is Lyre Cohen, global head at music for YouTube. We spoke about his upcoming move to London and his plans for this year as well. And I also asked him for a few music recommendations. I've been in YouTube over four years. Google is one of my investors in a record company that I started out of my den called 300. When I started 300, I had two concerns. One concern was not having any hits. You know what happens to a music company that doesn't have hits? They go out of business. The other concern I had was a more macro issue about value, where the value would be. And my threats were that if there wasn't a healthy competition in distribution, the distributors will capture the value and not the artists and the labels. And so I felt like YouTube and Google are such essential players. And if somehow I could help, it would be like a gift to an industry that I absolutely adore and care deeply about. I've never had another job other than being in the music business. So I started 40 years ago, nearly 40 years ago, as the road manager for Run DMC. And so the fact that I've been able to send my older kids to college and it's been so good to me that I felt like if somehow I could be helpful, it would be super dope. Well, and it's incredibly helpful because Lear, I can tell you even personally, I don't know how would be my music consumption these days without YouTube. You know, it's the place where I go for the latest kind of international music and so much more. And do you think that it, the importance of YouTube for the music industry was even bigger since lockdown? Would you say that? I hate to sound opportunist during the lockdown, but it did help a lot of people. We're especially proud about making sure information traveled very swiftly and accurately around the vaccine. We feel that the platform has the opportunity to inform, especially during an international crisis like COVID. So inform and entertain. So yes, we inform them, but we also entertain them. The platform did grow during the pandemic because we're an essential element to help inform and entertain the world. It's been a great pleasure, even though so many people have suffered during this time. What's the music strategy of YouTube? I mean, do you have like a general kind of global strategy? Or for example, you mentioned Brazil there. Do you have kind of specific things for YouTube that perhaps would deal with the Brazilian market? Because I guess countries consume music quite differently, perhaps. Yeah, but we are a global platform. We try to recognize the fact that we're global and building global products, but we're also very, very local with people on the ground that can provide the nuances and understanding of what makes a country special. So one of the biggest issues around the globe is local music being swept and hit by the tidal wave of expat music from America and England. And so we pride ourselves in 
understanding the power of local culture, local music. For example, we feel especially proud of being like the carpet for which Afrobeats rise, or for when you talk about funk in Brazil, you know what I'm saying? So these are really very specific music from countries. So we're actually going the other way. We're actually being able to amplify a culture that is maybe specific to a certain country around the world. Another thing about that is native mobile creation and consumption, our new product called Shorts, that we think that many, many artists around the world are going to be able to utilize because of the ease in which they could, you know, YouTube, is, they have their premium music videos and stuff like that. But this is, I think, without the burden of high production and the ability to use really special tools on their mobile phone, what I'm expecting and looking forward to is even further the explosion of this local music that is starting to gain global popularity. The kids out of Puerto Rico, Colombia, reggaeton music had such a big desire. First of all, their local markets were so small. So from day one, they were trying to get out of their local market. And so that's when they became like PhDs of the platform. So you see the reggaeton, the Latin Korean artists and record companies being very sophisticated how they use YouTube. And they've been able to really travel. And that's what's beautiful. So you asked me this very specific question about strategy. Our strategy is simple. We believe in our twin engine growth story. People who pay with their eyeballs and people who pay with a subscription. That's the fortune part of it. The fame part of it is how they, the artist, the songwriter can connect with an audience that will fall in love with them and grow with them. Fame and fortune. And we work really hard on it. There's so many different work streams having to do with fortune. We love working with our partners in the music industry, with programs like Artists on the Rise and Foundry. We're junkies for discovery of new artists. That's admirable about you guys, because of course, the big artists, they're there, you know, Justin Bieber's of this world which is amazing, but you also give a lot of attention to new artists. And I noticed that, and I think that's extremely valuable. You know, when you go to the backstage of a new artist, there's no one backstage. When you go to the backstage of a big artist, there's thousands of people. We don't like swimming with thousands of people. You know, the artist is, a, hi, 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 hi. We like being intimate with the artist very early on in their career. So this is about cultivation. To cultivate is something that isn't about speed, but it's about continuity. And we adore that. We love doing that. Nira, I was going to ask, what are you kind of listening to at the moment? What are your inspirations or trends in your mind? Because I know you're very much a, a hip hop guy. Is it still a lot of hip hop or 
or anything interesting that come across your mind? Well, just, just be clear. I have an, a new baby and my wife and I divide the responsibility of this new baby. Her name is baby Cleo. And one of my primary responsibilities is I am the commissioner of the beat. And so I'm in charge of making sure that she knows how to carry a beat and is able to dance. And so I started her musical journey with Louis Armstrong and moved to Billie Holiday, Etta James, and slowly moved to all aspects of music. I'm not, I wouldn't say, um, you can't pigeonhole me on the type of music. I was recently in Israel going to the symphony and enjoying that, like deeply enjoying. And so I, I like all types of music. I would say that Central C, Griff, are two spectacular artists. I like new artists. I'm constantly by Dave. Dave just blows my mind. The quality of his lyrics are so powerful to me. I love Snail Mail. I know that sounds crazy, but she's incredible. H, I mean, that kid is ridiculously talented. What's next for you? Are you, is it true? So you're, you're moving kind of to London. Is it going to be a big part of, I mean, the UK music scene as well. It's fantastic. You mentioned Dave there. Are you excited for the move? Excited is an understatement. You know, I wouldn't be in Venice right now if they would let me in without having to quarantine. I was supposed to be there yesterday for a week so I could find myself and the family in the apartment. We're very excited of coming to London and being able to be closer to Europe. I've been in New York for 40 years. I used to go to Save the Robots. I bet you don't know that club. That club Save the Robots then opened up till the morning. And I just want to experience something new. I think that the music scene is off the fizzy in the UK. I haven't sat in listening sessions as good as the ones that I sat in in England recently. So I'm very, very excited. I also love the cultural aspects of being in London. And just, yeah, I'm very, very excited. The Monaco Weekly was edited by Jack Jewers, and I am Fernando Augusto Pacheco. Thank you for listening.